welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League Season 2023 with your hosts Johnny Carews, Bassa Bood and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new show lands and it helps with our rankings. Also, if you know anyone you think would enjoy the show, please share it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether you've decided to go around one more time, giving you 12 more months worth of work and ending the Dragon's Coast job immediately. Or it could be one of two things. It could be everyone's favorite team is now on top of the table. Or if you were once favorites for 2023, you're now sitting in 10th spot on the ladder with just five wins and five losses and now facing an injury crisis. Or if you are making some sweet love to that somebody special, we are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL no holds barred. And with me to discuss rugby league as per usual. And from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs, Chris Daha. Wow. I got to introduce first. Like Chris, he made a complaint last week and the management... Oh, I made a photo. Oh, the management... Management out. listened to it and they got a bit concerned about your complaint and were worried about litigation. Yeah. I'm fantastic. I won't go for long like Bass does. It's okay. And have a rant. If it's anybody good, should go for long this week, it's you. See, oh, really? Then you should have a rant. Bass, no, no, Bass doesn't wait. wait to be introduced. That's the difference. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why can't you just wait? It was my time. And as I don't know, hey, listen, hey, I don't need an introduction, hey, bro. We're both going to have a rant because we play each other this week. So I don't know who's going to have more of a rant. I got no rant to have, bro. And Bass you should be worried. <laughs> you should be worried this week, <laughs> bro. When you've had as much success as we've had in ten years, oh, I don't give a fuck. Here we go. It's somebody else's turn. Here he comes right. out. And somebody beast, else's turn. From the Middle East, Bass a bird. I don't need an introduction, Carus. And Bass, thanks. Okay, congratulations. Happy to be here, boys. Big news week, apparently. Yeah. Bellyache has decided after that he knows his team can beat the top team, the Broncos. Maybe he can go again, ending months of is he or isn't he questions. Did he really beat the top team? Well, the Broncos. Three sinbinnings against him? Whatever, I know. but Three sinbinnings against him and they just limped over the line? Really, did they win that well? Well, I'm trying to work out what made him decide this weekend that he was going to go again compared to all the previous weeks. He's an egotistical maniac. Of course he's going to go around again. He had a chat. But he's one of those guys now that thinks, you know what? I will dictate my own terms and I'll fucking make you wait and I'll pick year to year and so on and so forth. So... As so, soon as Jason Royal's manager went down to Melbourne to discuss what's going on there, oh, no, no, I'm going around again. Oh, no, 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 I'm going around again. And, of course, the butterfly effect he's had on this, of course, is Jason Royals won't be coaching the Storm next year. And I'm guessing this means he'll be taking probably the most dreaded job in the NRL as the Dragons coach. Is this what we're expecting, Chris? Probably. You'll probably hear an announcement tomorrow. Are you happy with that? No, 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 not about Jason Royals being your coach. Are you happy that the fact that he wanted the Melbourne job first that got knocked on the chin, so I'll take plan B. Well, we've been speaking about it all day. If you had a chance to go to Melbourne or the, the Dragons, you're going to Melbourne. Okay. Regardless. So, okay. If, so if an opportunity came up, you're going to take it. So basically, Jason Rolls' message is, I wanted the Glamour Club. Couldn't get the Glamour I want to be a first grade coach, mm. but I won't take the Glamour Club because they don't want me. I'll take a five-year deal at the Dragons. But is that what the Dragons fans and the Dragon hierarchy and the Dragons people to be are thinking... Where his plan B is, are we a priority to him really? Like, I'm not upset if it's if it's a plan B or it's plan A. Everyone's plan A in life. Yeah. If you get a good job at a good club or a good company, you're going to take it. I mean, if you, if someone else no, offers you good uh, money. Uh, absolutely. But yeah, let's yeah, face yeah, it, do you know what I mean? like, whose plan A would be the Dragons? Look, irrespective, I'm not actually having a dig. I'm asking a question as a Dragons supporter. This guy might end up being your coach, but you weren't his first option. It was never going to be his first option. So mentally, does he really yeah. want to coach us or is it just taking the pay upgrade? No, I mean, yeah. it's a good point. You make, I mean, and it's a valid question because as a, a fan, I'd be concerned about that as well. But I would also assume that if he did take the job, knowing who he is, where he's come from and the, the apprenticeship that he served, that the- he would go there and give it everything he's got. And probably be the best option that they've got right Look, now. Look, the fact the fact that Melbourne are going after Jason Rolls is probably an indication that we're probably going after someone smart, probably for once in life. I don't think Melbourne were going after yeah, Jason but, Rolls. But, but he threw the, his hat in yeah, the but ring. But if he's in the mix, if he's in the mix for that difference. job, if he's in the mix for that job, could it be the right one? Ben Hornby is he the right one? Is Des Hasler the right I one? Is Shane Flanagan the right one? We don't know. I would not be surprised. We don't. Know. I would not be surprised 
if Bellamy threw his hat in the ring one more time so Jason Royals can fuck off to the Dragons <sighs> and Billy Slater gets the choice. Well, I think Billy Slater was always the choice. Billy, oh, that, that's what I thought. Billy Slater has pretty much said that he doesn't want to coach a first-grade team. He's that's, got That's yeah. just about... As good as, well, as a coach, you've got the full support of the board. It means no, not fucking really. nothing. No, but he has he has quite a sizable business, something to do with horses and stables in, in, in Victoria. And, of course, being a coach would be a very, very busy job. I think it's his love is what he does. He so, was a track work jockey yeah. before he became and, a first and he, grader. And he's, he's got a very large, sizable, from what I understand, business in horses. I don't yeah. exactly know what it is. I oh, think well. he has his own stables, oh. and it's his love and passion. So it's not an option to be a full-time coach. Being a coach, of course, the Maroons, absolutely. He's always got time for that. Media stuff. But for something that's going to take him away day-to-day from the stables, I think he's not an option. So count him out. Rule I've, him out. I've got my own conspiracy theory on why Hook was sacked this week. Okay, go for it. What were the fans planning to do this week? The question is, are they still planning That's to what do I'm getting this? At. Still going ahead. If the coach is getting... Why are you protesting? The coach is gone. That's the question I have. <laughs> yes or no? I know. about the coach. Because not Chris was coach. saying... What's it about? Okay, about no, but sorry. Stop. Stop. Not about the coach. Stop. The fans, they're not, they're, not targeting, they're not targeting the fans. They're not targeting the coach. Because the board are the ones that installed the coach. Okay? So they don't want to target anybody. They're after the board. They've been after him for about 15 years, and they're still after him. Even if he gets sacked tomorrow, even if they announce another what's name, it's going ahead on Friday, and they're targeting the board. Chris, you it's just as simple as that. For a sec. We just need to tell everyone what we're talking about. So you're saying that the St. George fans are planning a mass or a large protest yeah, whoever, this week. The fillers have been out. It's whoever turns up, turns up. And um, now continue with what the protest is yeah, about. Yeah, the protest is, is against the board. It's against a couple of the board members. Ben Harron, who is the head of football. I don't even know what he does. Ian Millwood, the dinosaur recruitment who can't recruit no one. And Ryan Webb, our CEO. There's nowhere to be seen. None of those guys are fronted up when the going gets tough, when <laughs> we're in the media. No one puts a hand up. And it's been a basket case. You can tell how, by the recruitment. How long, how long has Webb been the CEO? Probably about three years, but and he's, he's just been hiding. Nice. He's been hiding for three years, yeah. Chris. Uh, Ian Moore in recruitment, a basket case. You can tell by the roster and the way it's <laughs> dealt with now. And Ben Harron. I don't even know what he's doing as a football manager. I don't know what he's doing. You saw what happened to Pasco when he did uh, Tiger Town. Everyone all of a sudden knew who he was, and he was the figure, the head that everyone wanted to actually have toppled. Yeah, and and you and, guys. And so this web character recognizes the last thing he wants. Is to be out there in front, yeah. you know. So what they do when the pressure gets to them, and they hear a feel as of something's going to happen. They react by by putting, a, oh, we're going to sack the coach, we're going to do that. But you know what? They're not biting at this time. They're not because it, they they sugarcoated <laughs> by doing that, and it's not going to happen. I don't think the board's going to give a fuck who. Yeah, who cares? Who care. cares? But let, let yeah, me tell you, at the end of the day, to, to this point. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you don't want your name. You don't want the word board or whatever showing up anywhere in the media. So it's happened uh, before. Yeah, but names are going to get called out this time. Let's see how well you do yeah, at calling I out names. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too sure what they're, I'm <coughs> what you, sure what what they're going to do. I've seen banners at Dragons games oust-doused for years. He's still there. I've seen fans calling for Craig Young to be actually unceremoniously escorted to a nursing home. Yeah, I think the time He's is still right there. The time is... And lobotomized. Listen, I know for a fact that those three guys that I've named, their time's, I think, just about up, those three. So that's what's coming for those three. Is it though, Chris? Well, mate, look at your club. Is it in order? Is it in shape from head to toe? Is Pretty it in much. Shape? The Roosters. I won't even say. Is, aren't Roosters. you guys trying to steal Shane Richardson? Yeah, but they're, they're finally looking at how other teams and what they need to become a successful club. You, you just can't hand people jobs if they're not good at what they're doing. Like it's you can't have blokes that. Unfortunately, let's go to the scenario. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. Let's go to the scenario of if you remember the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. They all had a problem with the general manager, Jerry Krause. You know, the fans were giving accolades to the Bulls and what a great team. And Jerry Krause got the shoots and says like, but we in the office are responsible. Mm. And the players are like, like, fuck you are. If we don't perform, not only is our head on the chopping block, so is yours. So at the end of the day, when Souths are doing well on the field, everybody looks like a hero at that club. It all starts with the on-field performance. The on-field performance is what reflects on your whole structure and hierarchy, right? Russell Crowe, Holmes of Court. You could have the best people in those jobs and the club's doing shit. What are you doing here? You're an actor. But right now, all of a sudden, Russell Crowe's a genius. Yeah. 
Well, you have a You have a bass. Yes, they, yes, Gladiator. Those guys are leaderships. We haven't got the leadership at our club is rubbish. There's no plan. There's no leadership. You got Russell Crowe. Yes, he's an actor, but he's a leader. He done something about. It. He knows he's got a plan. If you need something, you can go and organize that in that position. You want a CEO? I'll go get you the best CEO. That's your job. Go do that job. And I don't think Russell Crowe or Nick Pilata stick their nose in those both those rugby league teams. Yes, Nick has his say. But how often do you see Nick Pilatus sticking nose with Trent Robertson's oh, we, work? We we hear a lot about Nick yeah, but, Pilatus, though. We yeah, do. but even His Russell Crowe always mentioned. It's, yeah, but I don't think he's today to day. Nick Pilatus is front and center. Yeah. He, he's, he's really accountable. Yeah, they're doing well. He it's doesn't, easy. You listen to he that doesn't guy, stick his nose in the coaching. In the department. coaches, but when Nick talks, you listen. No, when no, Russell talks, you fair listen. Fair enough. But from a club perspective, Nick Pilatus is certainly the figurehead. And he doesn't shy away from anything. Yeah, but what if anything, he's vocal. He makes his comments and opinions made when he's not happy about something. Your entire board has been afraid to poke their head above ground. Of course. Who do you know at our club that could take us forward? Do you even know who's at our club? Do you well, even no. know? Do you know anyone there? But I didn't even know who the leader of the opposition for New South Wales Labor was. Yeah, but there's no one. There's no one spearheading the the plan. Who's putting it forward? I think there's the no dra- plan there. The Dragons need more than just a head coach. 100%. It's, not, it's not just the head coach tomorrow. And unfortunately, whoever gets the job is going to be a lamb to the slaughter. Unless you surround that coach with the best people in their <laughs> positions. Like, like I said, let's use the Bulldogs as an example. Before they got a rookie coach in uh, Cameron Seraldo there, irrespective of the apprenticeship that he served, irrespective of the standing he had amongst some of those junior players that he brought through to first grade, irrespective. Before they threw him at the head coaching job, they got a guy there in before him to shoulder half the burden in Phil Gould. And let's have a look at what he did with the Panthers prior to coming to the Bulldogs. And they're reaping the rewards, although he's not getting the pats on the back for it. He's doing the same thing with the Bulldogs. And look at their performance. I'm not going to pat him on the back for the breeding ground that is the Penrith Panthers. It's the biggest breeding ground of rugby league. I know, but he certainly did put in systems, Bass, that has taken them from being middle of the pack to unbelievable force. Do you know why Penrith do so well? Like I said... There's a lot of Islander families that live out that way, and rugby league is their meal ticket. If their children can make it, it's a leg up in their life. And let's call it for what it is, and good on them. you still got to put in the effort to get there. There is one thing that they all have that no coach can coach, no fucking recruitment guy can coach, no CEO, nobody. Desire. Hunger. Hunger and desire. And every one of those kids, you see them. They got rid of uh, a player. The guy who comes in has equally the amount of hunger with little first-grade experience as the guy who left with 150 games of experience. Yes or no? Yeah. Capewell gone. In comes Tago. Viliami Kikau gone. Mate, that's Sorensen. Fuck, give me him over Kikau any day of the week. He was at my club Mate, do you know how many times I've told people to go sign him for a club, the Dragons? Like, as a secretary, he's just, he's a worker. He He, he came from Cronulla. he, He got bounced from Cronulla to South. Did he go straight from South to the Panthers? I can't remember. He knocked yeah. on the Panthers' door and he said to Ivan Cleary, please, all I want is an opportunity. You put me on a trade and throw a contract. Boy. Mate, he made Joseph Suwali look like a fucking under-15s Dapto player. Didn't he just? Absolutely. Yeah, go and, back to school, boy. And that's just it. <clears throat> it's hunger and desire. And this is what I'm getting to you. And my club also is missing hunger and fucking desire. Why isn't, uh, you say to me, why isn't Coach Robinson his head in, on the chopping block? The guy has won three premierships in 10 years. But every now and then, you waver. You go away from the script because, yeah, fuck, we've got a gun side. We should be able to compete. No, you shouldn't. If you're not hungry and you don't have the desire, you're never going to compete. Well, we don't a have team of champions will always get beaten by a champion team. We need a ghetto. Bass, we don't have the hunger. Neither do we right yeah, now. We don't and have this the is hunger. what it is. Look we're at lacking, Penrith. We're lacking, Look at Penrith. We're lacking, hungry. Yeah, we're lacking Look confidence. at Souths. Hungry. We're lacking, hungry. Com- we're lacking confidence, direction. Education. I've named you all that. There's just there's the no, moment they're not playing for anything. There's nothing to play for. The moment you guys have something to play for, look at what you do every Anzac round. Anzac Day. What that's can't the you team do that we can week be. In, week out, the that, same players. That's the team we can be. Okay, this is what you got to do. It's right? motivation. This is what it's you motivation. Do. At the but, Dragons. But that's your coach that needs to motivate you every day. So you can imagine what happened that day. Teaching Go the out there. No, no. Teaching you know what I mean? What you, do, what you do for the Dragons is when they come into the dressing room every Saturday for a game or Sunday whenever they're playing, put a big calendar on the wall and mark it as April 25th and yeah. play the last post as they walk. It's Anzac Day today. Anzac Day today. It's got to be Anzac Day. And that's no, what I'm it? saying. It's got to be... Whatever gets you up has got to be that day every fucking week. And the Roosters have lost that hunger and the desire. And you know what? I actually think that slapping at 48-4 to Penrith is a good wake-up call. 
Yeah, fucking look in the mirror. Is it yeah. The, is it the circuit breaker though, Bass? I don't know if it's the circuit breaker, but it's a wake up call. Because go look in the mirror, right? Lucky yeah, you're off. on eight hundred thousand dollars a year, but you're fucking languishing and you're being made look second rate and ordinary by guys who are on a quarter of your fucking salary and playing for their livelihood. And that's why Lomax is in and have that's a why Lo- quarter of your brain pack. That's why Lomax is in New South Wales Cup. He's in the same boat. I watched him play yesterday too. Wasn't even pretty. I reckon if Riles gets that job and his his kids go and go, what do you do for work, Daddy? He goes, oh, I'm an Uber Eats delivery driver, son. Yeah, but whoever yeah. takes Johnny, <laughs> I'm not going to say Johnny, he's whoever a whoever coach. whoever takes that job needs to be his own man, and the board and everyone at the Dragons need to let him do his fucking job. Well, okay, he needs to let him do his job. If you go hire him, let him do his fucking job to coach. Do not interrupt. Do not do anything. If it's five years, he's going to need fucking three years at least to turn that roster around and make him even competitive again. All right, because a three-year deal is probably not enough. He needs five. He unfortunately, needs, unfortunately, for the Dragons, we're, like the, we're, we're probably worse than the Bulldogs when when they were in dire straits. Unfortunately, I, oh, I would say so. You yeah. are at the bottom of the pit right now, and unfortunately for the Dragons, I'll use the the comparison. Remember, <laughs> remember when South got kicked out of the comp and they came back? So fucking harsh. No, no, yes, but it's I true. Do. You, I like, do. you guys have been there, man. I know. I what, know. What did South do? They paid overs. For guys that were past their best and over the hill, and that's what the Dragons are going to do for a couple of years, man. They're going to pay overs. We're going to have to. And guys are going to go to the Dragons for a massive payday. Oh, we've go we got Kidwell, Asatasi. No, Asatasi was good. He was. No, no, but we're he talking was, about. He was, no, he was you're talking about Cusack, yeah. Hegarty, Fletcher, all these fucking has-beens that you guys bought. Oh, once you were done with them, did we get Craig Wing again? Once you were look, done with him, yeah. look. The problem is with us, and I, I went after this and thought, you know, we can we've got to move on. For us, I don't think old lover has a lot of Shane, but the way the club is, those guys work on two years. We're going to need someone that's going to there for to build it up. That's why they've gone to Royals because Desi won't last five years there. Desi won't need five years. He wants to turn around in two years. Yeah, but and, Desi- and he'll stuff it all up, the cap and everything to get. He'll get you there, but then he'll leave it in a mess. But Chris, I agree. And then with we're back to square he's one. He's going to need five years. The concern I have is. Is just a coach the answer no. and a five-year plan? No, it's not. It's not. We've I already just told identified you that. that. Yeah, that's just, why. So you both the are missing the most important the part of that whole thing, which is the Dragons been a basket game for ten years. Yeah. Do, do the fans? Do the fans have the patience for five years? What if Jason Rolls gets the year one? Yeah, but right bas- if they're right putting on. stuff in right, place. Gonna, sorry, Chris. Irrespective of what you put in place, fans want results. Fans want wins. The fans will be happy for the Dragons to get ninth, knocking on the door of you know of the eight and, and show some progression. But after three years, if Jason Riles really hasn't improved the Dragons past 10th or 9th or hasn't been in the eight for a chunk of the year and fallen out at the end due to injuries or something, the Dragons oh. are at a point where they want instant results. Is, is five years, are the Dragons fans patient enough to wait to see results for three or four years? But can I, can I see them, Bass? We talk about this length of time. How does Wayne Bennett do it from a standing start? He commands he, he, the room. Mate, he, yeah, he, he commands does, a room. You want to play for Wayne Bennett. You want to play for Wayne Bennett. You will do whatever you have to do for him. His standing in the game is of such high stature that you want him to walk into the dressing room at the end of the game and not even pat you on the back, just look at you and nod. You want that from Wayne Bennett. You will fucking do whatever it takes to get that from and how Wayne many, Bennett. And how and many you... players go there to play for Wayne under less money? How many? Completely. Under everyone. Robert, under everyone. That means you know, We laughed got... when he bought the two Bromish brothers at Kafusi. I laughed. Like, what the fuck is he going to do with that? They, they are fucking with. playing for Wayne Bennett. They are smashing him. That's mate, the difference. Mate, the thing is, I've had to remind us with this in the past, had they not left the storm, they would still be playing first grade in the run-on but squad. Kifusi, They're still good. They are. They are still good players. But the part that we just couldn't get ahead of is... They've wound the clock back. Not they're just still good players. They've actually wound the clock they're back. They're playing better than Kifusi, they have in a long time. Kafusi's playing better than he, he, he ever played for Melbourne Storm. That's the other thing, though. That's the big one. They're doing better than they did under Bellyache. They did. They're playing better because he's given them a simple game plan. You know what the secret with Wayne Bennett is? He doesn't say anything to you. You want his approval. You crave his you approval. You want him to pat you on you the head. You want him to pat you on the uh, back. Absolutely. And he no. just looks like, you know what? What you did is what I expect. Not like, well done, son. He never cracks a smile. He never looks flustered or phased. He makes you crave his approval. That's why he's standing in the game. Do you remember and if you do something wrong, and if you do something wrong, you know in your head, you just think, fuck, oh, fuck. fuck, he's going to give it to me. I'll just let Wayne down. And he won't. That's what you but need you're to fucking, have. But you're fucking, you know, like when you're scared of getting you know, sent to the principal's office? Yeah. It's just that fucking aura about Wayne that you think, you know but what? you can tell by the players when I they make a mistake. Don't want to upset him. 
And also, the scenes in the dressing room when Souths beat the Broncos and he came in dancing, all the Souths players just wanted to touch him. Yeah, yeah they loved it. Cody, you remember Cody Walker yeah. went up and gave him a hug and just was like, did we do good, Dad? Did we do good? Absolutely. Yeah, but man, it could be every like one that. of them wanted that. Every one of them. Yeah. See, it's not about coaching anymore. It's about that fucking desire to turn up for him. You don't need to be coached anymore. You're a first grade player. Who are you playing for? The king. Most of them have played under you 200 just, games, Bass. You just honoured, you're just honoured that you're playing under him. Bass, the whole team's yeah. played over 200 games each person nearly. But well, that, you know what I mean? You, you take away <laughs> the respect for your coach. What do you got? Ben Hunt is probably the only one in your team that seems to like Hook. Whether he's saying that... That's because he's known him since he was 17. Yeah, and he's the only one, he's the best player. He's one of the best players in the league. He's the only one performing for him. I reckon everyone else doesn't give a... F- no one gives a fuck about him because no one knows right. his ways. Is, is, is this the Dragons podcast? It sounds like it, but it is a big one. It is a big it one. It is a, a big one. It's massive news. We will continue, though. This week, coaches are getting it, very vocal about as, the refs. Is it as big a news as Paul Kent? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> you always got oh, that little backhander there. I love I love Brunson's okay, deduction. This okay. week, the coaches have been getting vocal about the refs. Brad Arthur had a go about the penalty count. Kevin Walters used the old backhand saying he doesn't get paid enough to pay the fines to answer a question once asked, you know, in the post-match press conference, basically saying, yes, I 100% agree with you, but I'm not allowed to answer that question, effectively answering the question. Yeah, Before Dom? we move on, let's start off with Brad Arthur. Before you fucking have a whinge at the referee not giving you a 50-50 call, you're sitting 15th in the comp for starters. And we all know that. When you're sitting down that low, you're not going to get a 50-50 call. Why isn't Brad Arthur upset with his fucking retention people who let go of Papa Lee, Reed Marnie, Nia Kore, and a few others? Like, you've let go of those fucking players. You wouldn't need a ref's call if you had guns like that in your side. And it happens to every club, Brad. When you're doing well, you get all the calls, and when you're not, you're not. So with all due respect to Brad Arthur, let's go down the avenue of yeah, the retention committee. And, and you're sitting in 15th, a really Correct. good point. Number two, the Brisbane Broncos coach. When you're getting a home game every fucking Friday night, you're playing 14 at Suncorp, you're playing 17 in Queensland, now all of a sudden you don't want to pay the fine when the going is good, but when it's not good, you're upset. So uh, when you get a dish to you on a silver platter with a gold knife and fork, you're ecstatic. 100%. He never stops to say, oh, by the way, we haven't left Queensland. I haven't heard a referee turn around and say, we've got the rub of the green tonight. A few calls we got, I think we're a bit, you know. But you know what? When you don't get a call, you're fucking lining it up. Yeah, oh, well, we were lucky because we played another home game, by the way. Uh they got that Simbin wrong today. Our Simbin. He said they Simbin the wrong bloke. They Simbin the wrong bloke. Soz. Sorry, with all due respect, hey, your club is a pack of idiots. Challenge it. Penrith challenges No, it. Ben Hunt went to challenge it. He said you can't challenge it. He did. Ben Hunt went to challenge no, it. No, well, what do you mean you can't challenge it? Of course you can challenge it because it happened in the Penrith game. He yeah. should have said to him. He said you can't challenge it. No, Ben Hunt should have said stop. Do you remember the Penrith game when they challenged the Sydney? I told you that today. Ben Hunt should have stood his ground. Yeah, anyway, and he, and he told him that he can't challenge it. Yeah, he said you can't challenge it. And, and Annesley came out and said they should not have been sold um, Jaden. The other guy was just laying on top. He was getting sandwiched. Like, he wasn't even in the fight. He was doing nothing. Yeah, no, I'm, just saying, no, I'm just saying what, have what, Annesley, what Annesley said today. He apologised to us. He said he got the wrong bloke. Not that it wasn't a fucking penalty. He said he got the wrong bloke. And then thanks, Rick, thanks for that. And then on Ricky Stewart having a whinge. I look, you know, to a certain degree, I, re- I agree with Ricky. Latrell can get up and argy-bargy and, and Cody Walker every fucking game. Well, every that's fair. That, that is fair. They can argy-bargy. His player argy-bargy, he got 10 in the bin. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't warranted at 10 in the but bin. He but p- like, he picked the right example for it, though. No, no, I agree. But he, he also the then went on to say, he also had a go about the hip drop. Just saying that the hip drop is now just being abused. You can't reward people just grabbing a hip or a leg and then getting up and, but why and then players, playing again. If they're not injured, it's not a penalty. Why are players getting reported for hip drops and getting fined? And you shouldn't certainly... What do you mean why they report? Do you want them to be again? No, is it a hip drop? Or, do you want it doesn't put, matter what it is. Do you want to fine them? Do you want to put them down for a week? Do you want a to put hip them in the drop, bin? What do you hip, want to do? A hip drop should be nothing more than a penalty. It shouldn't even be on report. It's a penalty. And that's it. That's all it should be because nobody goes into a tackle and says, am I in a position to do a hip drop? Can I do Actually, let me do one. It's a split-second decision where the player is running away from you and all you're trying to do is cut his legs from under him to bring him down. At worst, it's a penalty. And I think the NRL, I and I think the NRL has fucking uh, realised that. That's why a few of them were let go for three tackles. Then the referee called him out three tackles later and go, you're on report yeah, you're for on a report. hip drop. 
So they've avoided getting it right there and then and putting him in the sin bin. They've let it go for three tackles. Oh, the video ref's in my ear. Hang on. Hang on. Did they just say you're on report? Yes. The game continued? Yes. Because that happened to then us. Then why do they sometimes pull it back after four tackles and say, oh, by the way, they penalty? Stopped that. They stopped that. They've stopped doing it that. Stopped it happened that. on Saturday night. But because I think the NRL has realised, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? It's a contact sport. There is a danger element involved. There's a risk involved. But a sin bin is for a professional foul. So if you're slowing down the play in a try-scoring situation, to all our listeners, you know what a professional foul is, right? Or intentional acts of grubbery. A hip drop is not an intentional act of grubbery. They're trying to bring the player down. He's running. Ricky Stewart actually said nobody trains for it. And if you ask a player to actually hip drop... He wouldn't know. He said they'll miss. They won't even know what it is. Ask them to try and hip drop. He said nine times out of ten, they're just going to miss. You know what, for a hip drop to actually become a hip drop, you've got to have the right momentum in the tackle by the running player to actually... If a player's going a little bit slower than he is, you couldn't hip drop him, he'll just come down. Just take him down. But that tackle... That tackle it's just all about momentum. Mo- exactly. exactly. The NRL's kidding itself, mate. You're over-governing and over-policing a very simple game. Well, Matty Johns came out and said that he wants the referees to stand firm on the hip drop because he thinks that, let's have a look at what's happened with the high tackle. How many high tackles are we seeing every week? He believes it's worked. Just so you know, I 100% disagree with it. Yeah. With all due respect to Matty Johns, with all due respect to him, right? A high tackle is something that you can take out of the game. It's all about the tackle, okay? It's the way you go into a tackle. A hip drop is, you, you can't govern that. You're not going to be able to stop it. It's that. a lucky dip. There is no way you will ever, ever, ever eradicate that tackle. You're, you're holding on to him. It's a tackle. It's a tackle. The running player has moved in a certain way. Next thing you know, your hips come out from underneath you. It's a hip drop. Were you in control of that? No. No. Absolutely You're in not. control of where your arm starts and where your arm's finishing a tackle. You're in control of that. Granted, there's some high shots that occur when a player is falling. That's an accident. Other than a penalty, if you're a football player, if you've ever played any, any, any level of rugby league from lower grades to fucking first grade to representative footy, every tackle you go into, I even said to you, on a shoulder charge, if there's no swinging motion of the arms, it's a shoulder charge, right? Yes. So they've acknowledged that a swinging motion of the arms is how a tackle is made. So every tackle you go into, you're swinging your arms. So if a player is falling in a tackle and he lands on your, and you're wrapping your arms to make a tackle and you connect with his head as he's falling, how is that forceful? The referee calls you out. Forceful. I was trying to make a fucking tackle. I'm like, wrapping my arms. The guy was still fucking moving. Fuck me. Honestly, the guy's moving. If the NRL wants us to play in fucking tutus and handbags, that's what they want us to play in. It's not going to fucking happen. Police what is blatant and let everything else go. How good did the Origin players, ex- or, you know, last year's Origin players play this week? Not very well. Jerome Luai played out of his skin. Funnily enough, a week out from selection. Milkshake boy played out Milkshakes of his skin. Milkshakes played out of his skin. Funnily enough, a week out from selection. Tedesco didn't play out of his skin. Didn't he? No. No. It's my observation, as I said. I'm just a disclaimer, I watched very little rugby league this weekend. My son hasn't had the greatest time. He's uh, been hospitalised and gone through a rough patch. And I've uh, not seen a lot of rugby league. So I'm relying 100% on you guys about to discuss the games. That being said, is there anything else we want to talk about before we go on? Because it's now... Uh, we'll pick it all up as we go. Weekend's results. Storm beat the Broncos 24-16. to Warriors over the Dogs 24-12. to The Panthers smashed the Roosters 48-4. to And that's a game I'm going to have to watch. That's a replay I need to watch. The Bunnies beat the Tigers. What did they beat them by? 20-0. I've got to watch that one as well. No. The Cowboys beat the Dragons 42-22. to Raiders 26 over the Eels 18. And they lost with Jake Arthur. That surprises me. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. He did all right. Did he? He did all right. Really? Yeah. He did all right. So he where, was, he where was Dylan Brown this week? That's exactly right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that, that when we get, we get to the games. The Knights beat the Titans 46-26. to And the Sharks over the Seagulls 20-14. to And I tipped a perfect round. Not that I watched any of it. The latter, the Rabbitohs are on top of the Pops with 16 points. 114 for and against. I say that because the Broncos are second also on 16 points, but with the for and against of 88. Panthers are in third. Sharks fourth. Fifth, the Storm. Sixth, the Dolphins. Seventh, the Raiders. And in eighth place, we've got the Warriors. The Titans are in ninth. Roosters, tenth. Knights, eleventh. Seagulls, twelfth. Thirteenth, we've got the Cowboys. And the Eels are in 14th, Bulldogs 15th, Dragons 16th, and West Tigers 17th. Both the Dragons and West Tigers on two wins each. All right. The Storm beat the Broncos in Melbourne, 24 points 
to 16. Four tries to three in the end. Were there any sim bins in that game? Oh, yeah, there was. Chris? There was two, wasn't there? And Adam Reynolds knocked himself out. Didn't knock himself out. I believe he hit his had head. a burner he hit... on his neck or something like I hit that, his wasn't head. it? Didn't he hit, he hit his head? Yeah, he uh, face-planted. He face-planted. He face-planted. Carried off with a, a neck brace. So we're saying that the Broncos had three players in bin and the Storm had none? Storm had none. Mate, the NRL looked at the Storm's clunky last couple of performances and go, oh, this is not good. We've got to get him up. Yeah, got, to help, right. got to give him a helping hand. You know, we can't let Greg, Craig Bellamy's aura diminish any any sum. So any of uh, those incidents? Any of them on report? No. Anything, any cases no, to they got, No, they got, they got fined. They got fined. Straight after the Patrick game. Carrigan. Patrick, Patrick Carrigan. Patrick Carrigan. Oh my God, hip drop. Oh my God, mama. No case to answer. Now, here's what I get back to, right? They admitted that it wasn't a hip drop, Carrigan's, correct? Yeah. Okay. This is my question. Annesley, you turd, you, you're talking about the Sorry. Dragons fans fucking protesting? Yeah. Every rugby league fan should fucking protest to have this fucking imbecile, and that's what he is, a fucking imbecile removed from his position. Because four weeks ago, these were his exact words, Carews. I'm listening. I don't know what the confusion is all about. This is what a hip drop is, and that's it. So all of a sudden, fucking fast forward to this week. He didn't even explain it. Carrigan gets hip set in the simbin for a hip drop. They come out the next case, the next day. No, it wasn't a hip drop. No case to answer. So you're telling the fans you don't know what the confusion about. Your fucking referees are confused. They don't know what a hip drop is. So they're deciding the outcomes of games now, you turd. Because they're actually handing out penalties on decisions they know not of what they speak. So when we start looking at a hip drop and we're penalising them because we're going, that's a hip drop, and then later overturning it. No, nah, it wasn't a hip drop. Hasn't the NRL learnt that they could basically say, let's just put it on report and deal with it later? Don't start putting people in the sin bin. Put it, it on report, it should deal not with it even later. Be on a hip drop, given, if it's a hip drop, just give them two weeks. Okay, Ruse, Yeah. don't worry about a hip drop. Can legs be broken in normal tackles? And yes. Can arms be broken in normal tackles? Look what Manu did with his ankle. That was innocuous. Innocuous. He was trying to hold his player up from getting dragged in goal. Jared Maria Hargreaves was going in to make a tackle. Uh, um, Leona's shoulder hit him right in the peck. Tore his peck. Just because all of a sudden there could be an injury from a tackle. It's 10 minutes in the simple and deciding games. It's a fucking body contact sport. You want to penalise for it? You give a penalty and you fucking move on. You can't put a guy in the sin bin for trying to make a legitimate tackle. It's not a head high. It's not a spear tackle. There's no malice or danger involved. It was innocuous and it's part and parcel of what you're playing. So we look at this game. It's 24 to 16. They lost Reynolds in the first half. And three players in the sin bin. And then three players in the sin bin. It's over. And Melbourne want to puff their chest at their back. Yeah, not a good look. If they had a bit of position, they would have won that game, Brisbane. I understand. They lost their general early. I get it. And you know what? I know I gave it to him before, to their coach, because, like I said, when you get everything your way, you can't turn around a winch, but he was justified in having a winch. Yeah, I mean, he did have a go against He did justified. And you know what? Take the $10,000 fine. And they did have to leave Queensland first oh, time yeah, this that, year. For that alone. Yeah. For that alone. I mean, haram, really. Anything else on that one? Yeah. I think, honestly... Once Melbourne get Pappenhausen back, I don't know. I really thought Brisbane would win. I know the, the Simpsons are, are bad, and you can't. I you can't. I told you, they're, pl- I told you they're playing in Melbourne. It's yeah. going to be almost impossible. It's Thirty minutes worth. See what I mean? In Melbourne, like Melbourne on a Thursday night. Melbourne are a gun side at home. You play them anywhere else, yeah, you might get a call. You might. It's just fucking annoying. Reese Walsh, did he play himself in a contention? Do you think? Apparently, by all accounts, he had a very, very, very solid game. He was probably the standout for the Broncos, but. But then Milkshake Boy comes out and has they're a gonna, They're going to pick him on loyalty because they're Queensland. But having we, said that, we also... Want him, we want Queensland to pick Milkshake Boy. So when Copper hit, and they'll be gone. He'll be gone. We want him uh, to pick him. Payne Haas's brother is, is in intensive care for a drug overdose. That fucking family's fucked. Really? Like, honestly, I feel sorry for Payne Haas now. I really do. You've got to feel sorry for the I, kids. I do. Hang on a second. Now, now, now I know why are... Payne Haas wants, wants a million bucks. He's got to pay for all the fucking bullshit that he's got to deal with. <laughs> I feel sorry he for wants him, a million bro. bucks for You that. know what? Considering the shit that he goes through, family-wise, he turns up every week and gives 110%. You've got to applaud his effort. I don't know how he can push that to the back of his mind and still deliver. Like, if he was working for a company, he'd be given emotional stress leave, would he not? 100%. 100%. But he fucking turns up week in, week out and gives 110%. You know what? Hats off to you, buddy. For a young man, hats off to you. Okay, the Warriors beat the Bulldogs 24-12. to uh, It was 18-0 at halftime to the Warriors. Four tries to two in the end. No sin bins in this game. Sean Johnson, 
How good's the Sean Johnson story been this year? Turning back the clock. The Tigers have offered him $1.2 million. You know, I heard that, but as good as that money is, he's doing so well with you right now. It's the back of his career. He yeah. might have two years left. But I don't think it would be that player at the Tigers who, that, he, that, he's, that he's been now. I think he feels comfortable where he is. Sometimes you've you just got to stop and say, you know what, it's not all about the money. Man. It's, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Not, I don't do, know. Do you want to uproot your family and move them back to Sydney? That's and, true, but again, that money... The end of your career, career. That's a nice little injection just to top he, you if, up. If he can get two years at the Tigers on 1.2 million, that's 2.4 million to finish off your career. What do you mean 1.2? They've offered him 1.2 million a year. No, they haven't. What is it? They've offered him 600 a year. Are you sure? 600. Bass, they're not giving him 1.2 million dollars for Sean Johnson. It's 600 a year. Okay, well, stay then where you are. Stay where you are. 100%. Easy. They're not going to give him 1.2 million dollars a year, Bass. It's a two-year deal worth 1.2. Yeah, that's not Bass. He's thirty-four. I know, but he's playing outstanding. Would you give Would you give a thirty-four-year-old one? The Tigers should look at themselves in the mirror if they're giving a thirty-four-year-old one point two million. They've offered him six or seven hundred grand. That's still good money. Would you take one point four? They're in the top eight at the moment, and it's heavily off the back. I think I think the Warriors are going to offer him one year only because I think they've got a couple of halves coming through, and um, I just feel like he plays his best footy there at that club. Well, he is at the moment. You know, There's under, no doubt about it. Under a good system. I'm assuming Should be in the paper there, Bass. That uh, Matt Burton, just when they had no other options, just booted the absolute crap the out back. of him. Anything else on that one? Yeah, no. Good. No, I just... I, um, the Warriors played well. They completed. Uh, they, they, were, just did, they, did. And they were refed very favourably this week. The Warriors? Oh, yes, oh, they yeah, were. The... Oh, yes, they were. A lot of 50-50 calls went the Warriors' way, let me wow. tell you. Because of the uh, the rant that happened. Like I said, objection, Your Honour. It's already heard in the court of law. Yeah, already no, been heard and noted. He did say it. Absolutely. The Panthers, 48-4 to four over the Roosters. That's eight tries to one. 24-0 at half time, Mate, I actually wanted to call you after this one and ask you if you're okay. It must have been a hard game to watch. It was. I watched a bit of it. I was at a Bucks party. We started off well. Defensively, we were having a dig. And then one Suwali laps in fucking defence. Bang, try Sorensen. Sorensen ran through and did he? Oh, fucking. Sidestep. A second rower stepped you and made you look ordinary. You know what? Everybody says he's a great kid and he's a good kid and he's a humble kid. I don't give a fuck what he is. He's still learning. Don't care. You're not a fucking centre. He's not a centre. And if our coach cannot bite the bullet and say, this guy is leaving us. He's leaving us anyway. He played his best footy for us last year on the wing. Throw him back on the fucking wing. I don't right? think he's a centre. Yeah, it's about time. We bought Brandon Smith on 800000 a year. He's still got the body of a back rower. He needs to shed a shitload of kilos and get down to a thin frame. He's got to be in the mould of a Damien Cook, an Apicorosau. That's your hooker mould. You've got to get down to that frame. Otherwise, you can play a half at hooker and get your ass in the fucking back row. You're not happy with that? Shed some fucking kilos. Mate, he looks like he's just managed to swim ashore from a shipwreck. That's how tired he looks right? every time oh, he comes off the field. And secondly, in his defence though, he's had to play with three different halves combinations this year already. Not fucking fair on him either. I get that, but okay? I remember when you guys bought him, I just thought, oh, mate, that's going to be familiar Correct. having him there. But yeah. I think he's just been ordinary. Tedesco having arguably his worst season ever. Yeah? Suwali. That's what happens when you get married. Absolutely. And you want to go out to expensive restaurants in the eastern suburbs. Suwali, winger at best. At best. And you know what? I think our coach would give him a taste of reserve grade for a week or two. Right? Who's, who's that? Suwali. Yeah, he yeah. needs reserve right? grade. Then you've got... Sorry, can I just ask? Not that, not that, not that you've got a centre... That you can fill in, but if the AAU is watching this and they're going, what have we done? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> what have no, we Again, no. they bought a winger. The Again. Best, the, the best thing rugby league can do and the Trent Robinson can do to get back at rugby union is drop him to suck in reserve grade and say, you know what? There you go, Rugby Australia. There's your story. Yeah. There's yours. Yeah, go there's, deal with him now. There's your headline. No, no, no. Go That's your headline. That's a headline. Yeah. ARU Paid buys a $1.6 million reserve grader. Oh, do it. Do it. Right? <laughs> Number two. Sorry. Then, I'm you've got, then you've got Joey Manu. The switch to 5-8 hasn't worked for Joey. He's not even noticeable in games. You've taken away his impetus. His fucking power was catching a center on one-on-one -on -one situation That's or that. a lazy back row. Correct, right? Then you've got Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton right now, the games that he's playing are his preseason. He hasn't had a preseason, right? This is his preseason. So he won't come good to around 15, right? Yeah. And this is half our problem. And now, and I saw a fucking article... Actually, a quote from Sam Walker. He goes, I'm staying here. I'm not going anywhere. And if I have to fight in reserve grade to win my position back in first grade, that's what I'm doing. If that is true, he has showed maturity beyond his years. And they cut to the Roosters dressing shed when the players ran out 
from the Penrith game at halftime, leg in a brace, he was cleaning up the dressing room after the players. I applaud a young kid. Yeah, well done, son. Oh, good on you, boy. Well you done, know what? Son. Fight and, for it. And the coach should fucking see that and say, you know what? You deserve your spot. I have no doubt he has. He's injured now. I know he's injured, but he's certainly showing a lot of heart and also a mature head on his shoulders, which is something a lot of rugby league players don't And have. Luke Curie, I think his best years are behind him as well. What's let the Roosters down most of all this year is our kicking game. Last play options and kicks that just go straight to the fullback's hand. No grass, no rolling, no letting time for your defense to get down there. That. No distance on your kicks. So before you wanted to fucking dump Sam Walker, have a look around at what's letting you down. He could belt it downfield, couldn't he? Bass, we'll kick you back into gear this week, don't worry. He keeps saying that, Chris. <laughs> so for me, the Roosters need to be slapped around to find the hunger and desire they've been lacking. Because the, the, they, they just get, thought, you know, this is a team full of superstars. We should do this every week. They've got to get it back like on track quick. Fuck. They've got to get back on track quick. Oh, well. They're one win off the top four, Chris. Eight from eight conversions from Cleary. Sorensen bagged a double. Oh, Sorensen was outstanding. Tyrone Peachy bagged a double. He's been having a great year. How old is he? 60. 60? He's 60. <laughs> He's 60. And Jerome Luai played his best game of the season. Amazingly, um, I understand they're choosing the origin side soon. And my offer still stands. Anybody that wants to just punch him in the face, there is a reward waiting for you. Really? So there's no reward to punch Cody Walker in the face, just Jerome Luai? Well, you know, if you want to put the... <laughs> If you, zip, you zip, want to put the, zip. the offer out, go for it, Bass. Who deserves a punch in the face more, Cody Walker or Jerome Luai? Or Latrell yeah. Mitchell, please. You know what would be good? If Cody Walker got into a fight with with Jerome Luai, <laughs> that'd be a sight for sore eyes. Okay. Let them punch fuck out of each other. Speaking of which, 20 nil uh, Rabbitohs over the West Tigers. It was 6 nil at halftime. And, uh, 8 nil with 8 minutes to go. Yeah, um, Latrell Mitchell. 8 nil with 8 minutes to go. They scored in the 72nd and 74th minutes. Yeah, I think, I think to Tom was a late scratching too. Just for yeah, he, got, he did his yeah. back before kickoff. Tom who? Burgess. Burgess. So he was a couple of other forwards. That's so I, I still haven't seen the game. Mate, sorry, I don't care. It was just a set for eight, set. It was just set eight, for set. Doesn't matter what it was. 8-0 with eight minutes to go. This was South's opportunity to put daylight. And now having a look at what you said, Karuz, just to reiterate, you said that the for and against for the Rabbitohs is 114, they're in first place. The for and against for the Panthers is 128, and they're in third place. Yeah. So this was South's opportunity... And that's why I was, all I'm by saying, the way, very disappointed in your efforts for that very reason. You're disappointed in our effort, but not in yours. For not putting the Tigers to the sword, you're disappointed in our effort. No, no, no. I'm Penrith are back-to-back premiers, right? But you're disappointed in your effort. I actually, I was watching that game. It seemed like the South were in, they couldn't get a second gear. They didn't want to. But South's... South's but they didn't want to. And then when they no, did... No, don't say, don't say Bass, they didn't they want to, Chris. Bass, and when they did, they put two tries in... The game was over. They scored. How was the game over? It was 8-0. With eight minutes to go. Well, they the scored that second last try. Yeah. It's 14 nil. The game's over. The Tigers collapsed. Yeah, they, but the Tigers they, had an opportunity to no, score. Fair enough. They couldn't score it either. I, you know what, Bass? I'm, I'm happy that we won that game because two years in a row, the Tigers in last spot still beat us. They're going to come fighting every week, the Tigers. So it's, it's good to get that one and just notch it out because it's a hoodoo game. As bad as the Tigers have been playing. I'm just saying. But they have played the I'm just saying. Yeah, but Bass, for the this could be rounds. the difference between you getting a home semi and not a home semi first week of the finals. Probably. Four and against. Yeah, Probably. I know, but Bass, this is the problem. Everyone expected South to put 50 on them. That's the biggest no. problem. Yeah, no. Yeah, 30, 40, 50 on the Tigers. You should, they should have put at least 30 on the Tigers. Yeah, I know, but that's... Ex- South, South put 30 on the Broncos. But what he's trying they to, put 30 on Melbourne. I know, but what he's trying to say is, and I, and I think in the past, when they've South have turned up with that attitude, they get beat. They get beat by the Tigers. There's no way that scoreline should have even been close. Shouldn't have been. Okay, the Cowboys beat the Dragons 30, 42 points to 22. It was 24-6 at halftime to the Cowboys. Seven tries to four in the end. Again, I didn't see this one. So Chris, Honest I'm truth really... is I watched it up until halftime and once I saw the Simbin, it was 24-6. I switched it off and I went to my dinner. They scored three tries, the Cowboys. Three tries while Sullivan was in the team. I didn't watch a game. Three tries. I didn't watch the second half. And right at the death, the Dragons were trying to throw the ball around because it was running out of time. And Jack Bird knocked on and they picked it up. And Kyle Felt scored in the corner. So the 42 scoreline. Right? Yeah. Take off those three tries in the sin bin and take off that last try for desperation. Take off, take off 18 points. Let's say they missed a few kicks. Valentine Holmes didn't miss anything. Take off those 18 points. What's the scoreline? 24-22. So the referees again decided the fucking game. Mm. The Jaden Sullivan sin bidding, was it warranted? No, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't even... He probably wasn't even him. And it wasn't even the other bloke either. You, you can see the cowboy guy. He was holding his shirt down. Cohen Hess. 
Actually, had a, so what was this? What was the penalty for? For not getting off the for player. not getting off. It professional. was a pro- professional foul. But Jaden was had his arms out on the ground, like he's trying to get up. He had his arms out like that. He was lying. He was lying. Game, he was with his arms like that, and he put him in the bin. And he put him in the bin. How the hell do you hold a so player down Jayden, like that? So the video ref gets involved every other time, except for something like that. Yeah, but then Annesley said we got the wrong bloke. How did you get the wrong bloke? None of the blokes should have been in the bin. I don't understand. But doesn't matter. It's it doesn't it it's doesn't make sense. Fat lot of good. Listen, we made, the cow- lot of good. we made the Cowboys, as Bass said, we made the Cowboys look good anyway. We started off, our, I thought our first 15 minutes was outstanding. Suli was rubbish, and Jack Bird was rubbish. And Sloan, just before we, they scored that second try, Sloan got checked by Didden to make it 12-0, and the video ref, or the ref didn't do anything about it. The NRL aren't happy with where the Cowboys are sitting, Chris. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he got checked, he scores that try, or... Let's say we reverse it and Deirdre goes to the bin for 10. What happens then? Okay. Well, I know we've discussed the Dragons ad nauseum today, but there was one last thing I wanted to leave you with. There's a player, there was a, a what's it called? It? Have your say poll, poll in yeah. the paper. The fans have said that 31% of fans think Shane Flanagan should get the coaching gig at the Dragons. Do you know who number two was on that fucking list, Kairos? No. And his name only got fucking touted around today, and all of a sudden, 24% of fans think that Michael Checker should coach the Dragons. Michael Checker. Can you believe that shit? And then it goes down to 13% Hasler, 13% Jason Royals, 6% still think that Griffin should have the job. Who are these 6%? (laughs) Who are these 6% people? It's going so well. You guys are great. Anyway. You guys are fantastic. Look, you know what, Chris? I know we all go for different teams and we like to niggle each other and everything, but when you're down as low as you are, there's only one way from here, bro. That's why I say to you guys, I want 50 every week. And the more losses that happen every week, the more deeper it gets and then the problem solving starts happening. 50 every week doesn't reflect no, no, on but the coach. I, I lost, I lost no, every no. week. A loss every week makes fine, it worse. But 50 every week doesn't reflect on the coach. Yeah. It reflects on the playing yeah. group. A loss every week gets it worse and worse and worse. Okay, the Raiders beat the Eels 26-18. to 18. I've got no other details apart from that. Um, I didn't watch it. Did, what were you doing? What, what was that dinner? What game were we talking? Raiders That was the next game after mine. over the Eels. Again, I watched that game. 26 to 18, yes. Gutherson got put in the sim bin early for a professional foul and two tries were scored while he was in the bin. I thought Jacob Arthur was solid. I thought Dylan Brown, this was his opportunity without Mitchell Moses to... Shiny. Shine. Canberra had a player put in the sim bin, so it levelled itself out. I don't know why Parramatta didn't make a better showing, but it comes back to Papali is a loss, Neokore is a loss, and they haven't been able to replace them. So, and we said to you, that was their premiership window. And look where they're sitting. Look at was Reid Marnie a loss for them? I would say yes. Even though, even I, though, I know, even what, though, I know even, what you say, but... No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yes. Allow me. Yeah. yeah. Compared to Hodgson? Yes. yes. 100%. Yes. Of course. Yes. But I do understand the weaknesses he has that you've stated. With his poor service from... Dummy half. Dummy half. Absolutely. But the Eels are sitting in 14th spot on the ladder. Nobody saw this coming. They're well and truly gone, aren't they? I mean, what can they do from here? I don't think they have the team. Like I said, the start of the year, there's a couple of teams that are missing a few stars and they'll struggle. And Paramount is one of them when I said that. You've got to look at both sides, what games they've got around Origin season. The Origin could be a chance for, like the Roosters will lose to Desco to Origin. That's it. Maybe Lindsay Collins to Queensland. It's not right? ideal for you, for, you, for you right at the time. Well, Jason, I know, but Joey Manu can go back to fullback and when you do what you have to. But what I'm saying is, Origin time, depending on what your schedule is and who you're playing, could be a chance for some sides to climb the table and get some, what's it called, form back on, on the books. So We're not expecting much to come out of the Eels for Origin, are we? Uh, Paulo. Paulo? Yep, okay, Paulo. Ryan Madison? They've got... Um, oh, please. Thank you. <laughs> they've, they've got South this weekend. And uh, again, South have got to beat these guys and beat them convincingly if they want to show that Where they deserve that? to well, be Well, Sean Lane's out for a while too. They've yeah, just he's lost back Sean out, Lane. Eh? Yeah. Sean Lane's out, is he? Yeah, he did his heavy. Yeah, where's that one being played? That one's at... Um, Peter Sterling's out as well. Outer Space um, Stadium, because it has no atmosphere. Uh, and then I've, they've got the Cowboys the week after that, and then they've got the bye. Um, yeah, they're, they're a team in trouble. Let's move on. The Knights beat the Titans 46 points to 26. Do we want to discuss anything about that, apart from the fact I don't know that how. Milkshake the Boy Titans led. The Titans were all over him. I, I, don't, I don't know how Newcastle beat the Gold Coast Titans, like, honestly. Ponga clicked into gear for I like 10 minutes him. in that second oh, half. Is it just a short stick? 10 was minutes it? in that second half. He fucking put Bradman best away, galloped away. Then the very couple of sets of six later, he yeah, broke through the They the were line. leading, weren't they? The Titans were leading. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I understand. Some coaches should understand, like, all you've got to do is just dangle his paycheck in front of him just before he runs out, Caelan Ponga, because it's the money. 
It's all about the money for Caelan Ponga. And Origin's coming around. Three games, you know, 60, 70 grand extra. Just dangle that. When some of these yeah, you players... You can make a lot more money. Did you know that, Caelan Ponga? There you go. And he turns up. So Sharks, 20 over the Seagulls, 14. Again, I believe that Turbo was... Lost in space. So this is the same Sharks side that were down 30-0 after 20 minutes against the Dolphins last week. Mm. Come on. Please, man. Please, man. This is this is the glaringly obvious they, bullshit that just goes to show you refereeing is deciding every single pretty amazing comeback, wasn't game. it? Yeah. It was a bit of an average game. Like it's, it wasn't, From both it wasn't, sides, it, none of them fired. He wasn't... Like, 20 to 2 even. Cronulla could have put him away and then mainly good enough to come back to two tries. If there was another 5-6 minutes, they probably would have... To get to 14 is not really a comeback. It could have been 20 all. There's only one thing that came for me out of that game and I'm going to show it to you boys. Turbo and the back rower for the Sharks. Neokora. Neokora. Right? Side by side. Near Cora ran away from him to score a try. Ran away from Turbo. They're facing the same way. They've started neck to neck. He ran away from him now, to can score a try. Now, I say on that, I recently, and I can't reveal the source, but this person is an employee of the Manly Seagulls, and I asked a question about Turbo, what his health is like, and he said there is nothing physically wrong with him. He is in his head. He has the yips to coin is verbatim what this person said. You know why he has the yips? What the coaching staff said? What are they going to say? You know why he has the yips? Fucking run, run. You know why he has the yips? He tears his hamstring again. He's up for contract at Manly, right? Is Manly going to throw a million dollars at him again? He has not even that. Does he he think he'll ever come back? Hang on, hang on. Regardless, right now he's, he's still healing. So he's playing at a percentage rate that he knows that he can't get injured and his contribution to the game is at the level that he knows that he can't get hurt. Right. So here's the thing. He's up for contract renewal at Manly soon. Yeah? He gets injured again. Is Manly going to throw? He's never played a full season at Manly. Never played a full season at Manly. I think the most he's played is 15 or 18 games. Even if they keep him. Are they going to pay him a million dollars? How much are they going to give him? Right. Yeah. So let's say he does get injured again and Manly don't keep him. Which club is going to throw a million dollars at him with the injuries that he's got? And that's why I think it's in his head and he's holding himself back. They're actually struggling. That's a really they're, good reason he's why there. he would have the yips. You know, it's funny because he's there on the field, but they're struggling. It's like they're struggling without him because he's not putting the extra effort that they want him from the back. Now, like, how many times did you see Tommy when he when man when he was everywhere looking for the ball? He was next to Cherry Evans. He was next to Garrick. He was getting the ball every kick that went up. He was contesting for it. He wanted the ball. Why? He touched the ball six why? times in one set. Why, if you were Anthony Dumbold, why you would have put Garrick at fullback? And put Turbo in the centres. You limit his work rate. You limit his work rate. He doesn't have to cart it back from every kick. Someone runs around him, they run into another player. They run into a fullback. He, yeah. can, he can stay with them till the fullback comes across, number two. All he's got to do is catch, draw, pass. Suck in two defenders, put your winger away. I don't away. quite understand Why it. Why wouldn't you ease him back in that way? You know how everybody goes, at, oh, Latrell's not fit, he's not fullback, put him at centre. Well, perfect example again. Turbo's not fit. I know. Play him at centre. Minimise his workload. He's fit. He's just not running. But we're comfortable now that he's not... When running. I say he's not fit, I mean he's not yeah, he's playing, not, he's not, he's not he, playing 100%. He's not confident. He won't get chosen for New South Wales. Well, there's, there's, it's it, a basket case if he does. If, if he does, it. it'd be an uproar. We'll get all the Citizen George players protesting here's, again. Here's my thing. <laughs> Let's say Fittler and Brandy walk up to him and say, are you right for Origin? He goes, yes, I'm good to go. And they pick him. But he's Let not me finish. Gonna, he's not going to say no. Okay. And he gets injured in origin. Yeah. Then as a Manly fan, how would you be? Manly and Newcastle should be sweating if both those team, both, a, both those boys are going to be playing. I think that happened with Inglis, uh, with us. And before we you know, hit on to the fact that Manly are losing because Turbos, they're also missing Jake Trebojevic. And he is their entire middle of the field. He's been out for two weeks. And Schuster was not the golden child. You know, there's a few blokes missing in there. What he? is it about Seabold? Everywhere he goes, he got <laughs> <laughs> They're just not firing, eh? Is it? I know they came out, didn't they? Win that pre? Hey, they won the preseason comp. Preseason comp. And, hey, they, and Seabold's walking out like, they yeah, boy. Two games. They yeah, two boy. Because no one else is going. Eh, it's not worth getting injured for this one. Okay, so here's my question <laughs> to you, Kairos. You asked me how is Teddy getting chosen for Origin? Yeah. Yeah. How's Daddy Cherry Evans going to captain Queensland? Well, is he? Yeah, he is. He's the incumbent, and he's the Queensland captain. Dylan Edwards should be the New South Wales fullback. <laughs> Oh, would you guys be Christopher? Would you guys be disappointed with that? I would. I would. I would say that they put Latrell Mitchell at fullback before they put him at fullback. <laughs> That's true. Wow. That's true. Bro. Don't you think? 
Why? You can have two of them in one team. Well, we've got enough people ready to go you on the You can have two. What would you, what, what would you have one? Have both. Hey, Origin could destroy your campaign for this year. You know that. Quite man. easily. You're going to have you're gonna have Latrell playing. You're yeah. going to have Cam- Campbell Graham playing. Oh, Campbell Graham by me. You're yeah. going to have Cam Murray playing. You're going to have... Mate, uh, I heard Totola's name today. Okay. Can, I, can I just tell you, though, that um, we haven't had a buy yet. They're all coming up. Strangely enough, they're all coming up around. They're out. <laughs> they are, they are. And you're not protected? <laughs> and you're not protected, are Look, you? Look, I was complaining about it oh, earlier. Of course you were. Because everyone's had a bit of a break. You've had a, but you've, but you've of had course a, you are. Yeah. But of course you are. So, you've had, you. a, so you've had a sneak peek at the draw. You've had a sneak peek at the... Actually, you know what? I am going to look at so the I, I am going to look at the draw right now. I haven't finished. So Go we had Latrell, yep. uh, Campbell Graham. Damien Cook. Damien Cook. Cam Murray. Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow. No, no, not potentially. Jai Arrow was there last year. Yeah, he was there last year. Oh, no, that's right. Queensland pick and stick. Yeah, yeah, they'll pick and stick. Jai Arrow will be there. Is there anybody else? Well, if Colin Matangi was fit, he'd probably be there. But well, he's not unfortunately, fit, he's not fit. So therefore, he's gone. So he's not there anyway. Yeah. That's, so that, that's first, the other problem. Your first buy is on June 18. So the first state of origin goes. I think pretty sure the second one is around that time. No, no, I think our first buy is uh, round 16. Round 16, that's June 18. Yep, okay, that's it. That's our first buy. And then we just have to fit in three buys between round 16 and round 24. Fuck the <laughs> And then you get a buy, and then you get a buy in round 20. Yep. So round 16, round what a 20. Pampered run. I, I, think, I think we're going to be all right leading up. We'll probably lose one or two around State of Origin, though. There's no doubt. It depends who they've got you playing. Well, that's they again. might have the Tigers for I you. I know, I know. Could be, could be that so, again. Interesting. And then they get a buy in round 26. Of course they do. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Followed. Oh, what a great way to end the fucking season. They play us. Interesting times, but yeah. So it'll be interesting times. On origin, mate, Queensland, I don't know how we're looking as the favourites. I don't know how. No, but are we the favourites yes, this year, though? Look at the Queensland side we're at the We're the favourites, apparently. Look at who they've got. Who, who do and they this have? is what gets me. Because we're going, oh, man, we could start our eight-in-a-row run here. Two years later, Queensland have got guns left, right, and centre. They've got more than enough people who, to pick who? from. Queensland. Who? What do you mean, who? Who? Who's, who's coming through? Are you serious? What games do you watch, bro? They can choose between Ponga and Reese Walsh at fullback. Yeah. You want to take either one of them for New South Wales? We could choose three. I understand. Latrell, Dylan, Edwards, Teddy. But you say that. But once you choose one of them, you weaken another position. If Latrell goes to fullback, you've weakened centre. Latrell has to play centre. Yeah, but they've got a choice. They, they, with them, they can only play fullback. But that's guys. what I'm saying. They've they can't got, play anywhere else. They've got two fullbacks. Are they going to play Caleb Ponga at six? What am, you yeah, no, no, no I'm just me? saying. They've got two fullbacks. Two specialist fullbacks. Okay. We're going to chop and change. So who, are the, who look at their pack of forwards. Ruben Cotter, Carrigan, fucking uh, Lindsay Collins, Flegler. Like, look at the, the choices they've got. Where, where's where's Nanai be? Nanai's suspended. Is he, is he suspended? Suspended. Yeah. They'll pick him. I, I think they're hard What about too. that young kid that played for the Cowboys on the weekend, the number 11? Which one? He is. Who, Lukey Lukey? Oh, my God. How, he's a how, giant. Hey, they missed him last year. How he, good is he? He, is he? Is he new? Is this his no, first he, he done his ACL last, uh, the beginning of last year. Lukey Lukey. How big is Nanai? He makes Nanai look like a fucking He's dwarf. a big boy, hey. He's a giant. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a giant. They were missing him all last year. Cohen Hess is tall, yeah? Who are you talking about? You're talking about Helium Lukey? Yeah, yeah Helium yeah. Lukey. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Cohen Hess is tall, yeah? He's a head taller than Cohen Hess. A head yeah, taller know, than Cohen Hess. Helium Lukey, I forgot yeah. about him. Outstanding. I don't know how every Jake year, Granville, yeah. he could make a comeback. <laughs> I just don't know how every year we keep talking about who's going to be our pack or our halves. It's the same when, shit when, every year. When do they get picked? Next week. Next week. Yeah. God, how's it come around already? So here's the thing for us, right? <laughs> so they're talking about... It's always our bench in front row. They're talking about the redhead from Canberra, Horsburgh. Horsburgh. As possibly playing what, in the front Files? Yeah. Like Did I him. choose Hudson Young in my team? Unfortunately but for he's Hudson... He's a bit of a goer. Yeah, but unfortunately for him, there's five back rowers ahead of him. Put there's him five the ahead of him. And today, I read in the paper, Australian boxing royalty Johnny Lewis, yeah, turned around and said, Isaiah Yo." is as good, if not better, than Bradley Clyde. Who said that? Johnny, Johnny Lewis. Lewis. With uh, all due respect to Isaiah he's, Yo. He's punch drunk, man. With all due respect to Isaiah Yo, <laughs> he's a fucking, he's a link runner. He's a link runner. Bradley Clyde used to run and He used line, to man. break the line and then find an offload. He had a good step I, too. Isaiah Yo catches and passes. He's a he's a link runner between the dummy half and the, and the halfback. Sorry, but he's punch drunk. I agree with you, uh, K. Ruse. So we've got Payne Haas, Paulo, 
right, as our front row. Yep. You got Cam Murray, you got uh, Isaiah Yo, you got Ola Kalatu. Like, every year we come around to this time and I we're know. fucking scratching we're our scratching head. heads. Who are you going to fucking pick? And, and we're the favourites. Yeah, but most of most of them injured. Colin Matungi's injured. Would he be back for Origin? No. No. Totola, is he eligible? He's a Kiwi, is he? I don't know. I heard his I've name wondered today. about that. I'm not sure. Where did he play during the World Cup? I don't know. Well, no idea. And I'm sure if he wasn't chosen for Australia, he would have taken up, uh, unless he plays for Samoa or Tonga, a second-tier nation. If he played for the Kiwis, he's not eligible. Maybe. Uh, I don't think he played for the Kiwis. I, I, I but even, sorry, with all due respect, even, I know they're going to pick Brian Toto, but he hasn't been setting the world alight this year. Taruva's been outplaying him. How good's Taruva? Taruva's been outplaying him on the other wing. He's a monster too, man. Right? What scares me is you're going to get guys like Stephen Crichton chosen on the bench. On the wing, I think. I don't like Luai. I don't like Luai. I don't like um, Toto this year. I don't. Not at all. By the time we have our next podcast, I'm assuming that the teams will be announced, yeah? No. It's the week after, is it? Then why don't we Why don't we actually put our heads together and pick a final team based on who's fit and who's not? Well, let's yeah, that's that. going to be uh, interesting. All right. Let's just quickly go through this weekend's games. To start off the round, we've got the Broncos playing host to the Panthers at Suncorp Stadium again. Straight back home. $3 for the Broncos, $1.39 for the Panthers. Thank you to our new betting partners. What night? Evil. Thursday, Thursday night. night. Didn't they play last Thursday night? Yes, they so did. So give them another seven-day turnaround. They Hang on. Play. Did they? Yeah, they played They last. did. They played they last played Thursday, Thursday night. Seven days. That's what they needed. Yeah, seven. Yeah. They could have given them Friday night, K-Roos, and that would have been an eight-day turnaround, but that would have been too sus. It's too, <laughs> too sus. Not <laughs> too much. Panthers are in form again. They will tear them an arse You reckon? They will rip the Broncos to shreds. And Adam Reynolds won't play. Is he not? Concussion grade one, he didn't come yeah. back on. Was it a concussion though? Yeah. I thought it was actually a burner, a neck injury. A, no, no. Some nerve tingling or something, that wasn't it? I don't know. Well, okay. if he's not if he's not playing, they've got 11 no Eleven days. they got no hope. Okay, so we're all Pen going with the Panthers on this one? Yeah. The, this, uh, is where, this is where the slide down the table begins for the Broncos. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, because then come Origin, they're going to lose a few more. And then more. come Origin. Here comes the it's slide down the from table. Now. Yeah. Hold on, just quickly. I'll just tell you who they got next week. They play the Warriors in Auckland. Is um, that Auckland, Queensland? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Dragons playing the Roosters at Jubilee. $2.75 for the Dragons, $1.45 for the Roosters. You know what you guys should do at the game, Chris? What? Like protest. A, the protest. Block the stadium so the players can't get in. Let's see if you can forget the game forfeited. <laughs> You, Bass, you're not going? You want to turn up for this one, though, Bass. Oh, we need to turn up for this one. Yeah. But the Dragons will beat us. You don't. No Manu, no Hargraves, no Sam Walker. How many positions that's can, not enough. How many positions can Drew Hutchison <laughs> play in one game? No, that's right. And, of course, Robbo listens to this podcast. Yeah. He's probably going to put Suwali'i in the bin in reserve grade based on your recommendations. Who are you you know the saddest for? part? You know who's been our best player the last two weeks? A guy who hasn't played in 12 months. Billy Smith, the centre who's done a third league construction, was out for 12 months, has had two games back, and he's been our best player. You know why? I should buy him. You know why? Hunger and desire. Dying to get back. Fuck yes. All right, oh, so good. Bass, who are you tipping? I'm tipping the Dragons. I'm going the Roosters. <laughs> okay, I'll just, because, I'll just split just it because in the they've middle. Got, they've, got, they've got more to play for, mate. I'm going to split in the middle. I'm going, I'm going for the Newtown how's Jets his, on uh, that one. How's this diabolical? Hey, don't forget. I'll go the Roosters don't forget, on that. We'll have a new coach. Teams who have a new coach, first game out with a new coach. Tend to do something. Tend to win. Yeah, because it was never us. Could no. be short Timmons and James Howard to take The Rabbitohs play the Eels at that vacuum out at uh, Homebush. Isn't that Dollar your home ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. our home ground. It's where our heartland is, Baz. You're a terrible thirty-nine for the Rabbitohs. And three dollars for the eels. Where are we going? I think it'll be closer than what the odds say. I think South will do it, but it'll be closer than the odds say. I'm going for South. Tipping South, Chris. South. South. The Sharks take on the Knights in Coffs Harbour. It's still a racist park by all uh, stretch of the imagination. Dollar thirty-one for the Sharks. Three fifty for the Knights. Do I have to ask? Yeah, there'll be a concussion there. Hopefully, there'll be a concussion. We're still all going and suggesting six. that uh, the Cronulla I'm Sharks. Trying to go Sharks. Sharks. I think Toby Rudolph should run over the top of Caelan Ponga. So concussion. You're I tipping so. a concussion because you know, like he played himself apparently into origin form in yeah. one week. Let's see if he can back it up another week. The West Tigers take on the Cowboys at Leichhardt Oval. Two dollars forty-five. For the Tigers and a dollar fifty-five for the Cowboys. It's actually an interesting game. No, it's not. You think? No. no. The bubble burst. They've won their two games in a row. The Tigers for the year. They do that every year. They'll win two games in a row. They'll go back to winning nothing. So Luke Bro- Cowboys. Luke Brooks won't win another game in twelve months. Okay, Chris. Cowboys. I'm surprised. What do you want? What are you looking swiping at? left? You're swiping? No, I just saw an article that the um, South are doing all of everything they can back to get back to Allianz. Yeah, and rightfully so. 
Rightfully so. It's something best. Do they train at Homebush? No, they train best or something best than within a five-minute drive. Okay. Well, back there. Who gives a flying I'm going fight? Cowboys. They're not playing at my house. <laughs> the Dolphins <laughs> back ground. after a bye. They are playing the Storm. Two dollars seventy-five for the Dolphins and a dollar forty-five Storm. This is at SunCorp Stadium. Do they ever play at Redcliffe? This is going to. Uh, no. So this is only this is twelve thousand people. This is Wayne Bennett's nine hundred and first game. Oh yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have to let him win. There's no presents to give. They'll beat him. Who will win? I'm going upset. Dolphins. Nah. I'm going Dolphins nah. too. Melbourne will win. win I'm going Dolphins. Okay. No the Bulldogs play the Titans at uh, that waste of space vacuum out at Homebush again. $2.10 for the Bulldogs. $1.74 for the Titans. Gold Coast. Fuck, I picked them last week. I just don't know. It's a coin toss. It's just it? going to be one of those sluggy games. That, but they've just got that look bit on, extra. Look, on form, the Titans should win. On form. But, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> You took, away, you took away my thunder. Uh, I think I think Josh Adokar's back this week. He so, is back. So he's got to get back and ready for uh, Origin. Origin time. Correct. I'm actually going the upset. It's not a huge upset, but I'm going the dogs. Are you? Yep. How nice. Mm. Uh, Raiders v Seagulls in uh, Canberra. Dollar fifty five for the Raiders. Two forty five. They're playing, they're playing the in Canberra two weeks in a row. Mm. Nice. Good for them. It's the new Suncorp. Yep. It's been snowing in the vicinity recently. It'd be. Hate playing in the cold. Do you remember the oh. year that the Canberra Raiders, I don't know who they were playing, ran out onto the field and it was snowing? snowing. They were playing the West Tigers. It was snowing. That would have been I remember horrible. that game. That would have been absolutely horrible. You would have felt everything. And, your balls, just white sh- and your balls would have shriveled. Yeah. Now, nobody would have got hit in the nuts because they were sitting right next to their lungs. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going Canberra. I was certainly going Canberra on that one as well. Yeah, no, I'm going Manly. Yeah, it'd be great if they won though. Yeah, I, would. I wouldn't be surprised. Based on what, Bass? Based on I want the I want the smirk slapped <laughs> off Ricky Stewart's face. And the Warriors have the bye. Good for them. So they'll be looking at staying in the uh, eight. the top eight again after uh, round twelve. All right, that's everything. Anything from you boys before we go? No, good luck, Bass. No, no, Chris. Good luck to you. I think you guys need a bit more fucking joy than what we do. Uh, it'd be nice if we beat you though. Of course it would be. For who though? Where are you watching it, by no, the way? For you, just for the fans. Where are you watching it? I'm this going, is the I'm same. Going to the game. This is the same Chris that said he's boycotting games. He won't go out again. Yeah. Bass, Have you got something Bass, for us? You about to read something, Bass? Or you? Um, Bass is uh, just staying at home. Doesn't want to go on the couch. His whole family's coming out. The whole family's going. I'm staying at home on the couch. I'll take any night away from the kids and the wife. Good point. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't get it. Um, okay, and I'm Johnny K. Roos. Good luck to your teams this week, unless of course you are playing the Rabbitohs, and that's the Eels this week, isn't it? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.